Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a This is Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. It's a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's November 22nd. Uh, Of course, the website's JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com. New website coming, by the way, by Vilmos, who does a podcast named Green Room Radio. He's a comic out of uh, Colorado who said, can I fix that? And I was like, do whatever you want, dude. Anyway, uh, by the way, and and on that grounds, uh, Mike Rickberg does your opening and closing music, and Mr. Patrick Brady uh, fixes the audio after uh, I have people in my, my living room just talking into microphones. Uh, welcome to the Dork Forest. There is a donation button. If you haven't donated, knock yourselves out. And if you have, thank you. Thank you very much. I got a couple more this week. It was quite nice. Anyway, sitting in my living room, very exciting times, uh, I have Mr. Steve Young. Welcome to the program. Hi. There you go. And uh, Ms. Aparna Nancherla. Hi there. Nancherla? Nancherla. Yeah, because yes. it's a chair. Nancherla. Yes. There we mm-hmm. go. All right. So you guys uh, both do stand-up because that's one of the patterns of the Dork Forest is that it's easy for me to book comics and you guys are both comics. <laughs> yes. So yeah. easy enough, right? Okay. So uh, I asked Steve Young, what are you a dork about? And he said, you know, I never finish it. Uh, you know, essentially you're a renaissance man. You. I'm a renaissance dork. A little dorkdom spread around. Um, I think what I was... Uh... I feel like a very half-assed dork. Like I'm a very like passionate, but in a very like let's leave it for a while kind of way. But um, I, I, the slacker dork, I think, is a it's a, it's a good one. Well, it's not like this. Encyc- I think I, I used to have encyclopedic knowledge of music, and now that I'm you know about what to... kind of music? All music. All music. I used to Medieval devour music? Rolling Stone magazine when I was a teenager, and then okay. through college. So it was, and also like that alt rock, that alt rock stuff that, that kids were listening to kids. back then. Oh, sure. Back in the the year of our Lord, one thousand nine hundred ninety three. Oh, um, there we go. It's a good year. It was, yeah. Um, but I'm doing something incredibly dorky right now, and I'm writing. I'm doing this national writing novel writing month that oh. I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. And Aparna. Uh, th- oh, now, yes. Aparna Charla, Uh, let's just go. And if I say your name a thousand times, it will, <laughs> it will help. <laughs> no, that's good. And uh, but so oh, by the way, everybody, they're uh, they're steveyoungcomedy.com, and then Aparna uh, and Steve are both on Twitter and Facebook. So and yeah. go Steve see them Young live. Rocks on Twitter. Steve Young Rocks. Mm-hmm. That's Twitter, how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so follow that business. Mm-hmm. And uh, but here's the scoop: is you word dork him writing a novel? Yeah, coincidence. I, o- I open. I open the floor. <laughs> What's up with words? Am I right? Am I right? I love words and wordplay. And do you like, like puns? I love puns. Do you like puns, Stevie? I do. I love the Muppet Show. That's a big <gasps> dorkdom. I know. oh, me too. Yeah, Why? I just rewatched the Muppet Show. Um, how many seasons are the there? Muppet of the Muppet movie. Show. The Muppet the Mu- movie. Yeah, I don't know how many seasons there are, but I grew up in a very pro Muppet Show household. Like that was. We did watch the Muppet Show every week. We certainly mm-hmm. did. Yeah. And then I've seen, I think, all of the movies. Maybe not. Uh, but uh, and I do love the. I mean, I'm not made of stone over here. Uh, right. I like the Muppets. Okay, but, uh, good, good. But I, but I, but they do do they. Yeah, they do a lot of puns. Yeah, 
They're big on puns. What's on, a, on, on, and they like the they would do. They've got. They still are remaining current via Sesame Street. So they have like Meryl Sheep yeah, as their oh Meryl Sheep and Rabbit De Niro. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's even at the level of a yeah. pun, but you know it's it's, it's work wordplay. It's working. Oh, it's working. That's all good. Made, it made me laugh. So yeah. Right. Right. They were genuinely funny. I mean, they they were always really funny and and sometimes kind of political and and super oh, yeah. smart and stuff like that. It's uh. It's only when you know I do I do a joke about, uh, <laughs> about I don't know why I have dinner. You're wincing like before you even I tell know. your joke. <laughs> it's a, well, the thing is, is listeners, if you've never heard this joke, it's good. Track seven on the corrected <laughs> version of my new CD that everyone should purchase on iTunes. Yeah, uh, it's never going to be bread. But track seven, it's just it's how the pun. It's the hilarity of men is what it is. It's essentially guy funny mm. and how guys wow. are funny with their wives and their girlfriends and like driving past a pasture with cattle in them. And my dad will go, you see those cows? You know what those cows are? They're outstanding in their field. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. See, and you Ding. will laugh. Good one, dad. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of times, though. Do you mm. do that, Aparna? Do you, I do you enjoy d- a joke again? I try again? to do the same jokes, but I, I will make just like puns and like clever word you know your stand-up is very clever and it is word yeah it's kind of word oriented and i think i kind of take offense when people groan at puns because they take more brain power you know so it's like <laughs> right, why are people right. no, this mad? is a safe space you can make all the puns you want <laughs> why are people mad when it's like it took you know it took some circuit firing to make that happen exactly yeah, they're awful people that's which, why. No, which means that you must love twitter because, I do because it, because it's tight. Yeah, and you write a one-liner. I mean, you kind of write. Yeah, in fact, that's a problem now. Like, I feel like I can only write one-liners, or I've only been writing one-liners. Really? Twitter kind of you get obsessed with it, and then you're like, oh, one-liner, 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 and I like don't know how to have longer thoughts. <laughs> I have that problem with being on the road for a long time. I have no personal skills. I can only riff. I can't. Yeah. I have a hard time talking to humans about right. things. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, but I do. I do think that that um, that that you can. Because somebody asked me one time, "What is alternative comedy?" And I just said, "Well, how did you write the joke? Tell me that story, <laughs> and then tell me the punchline." Yeah, so I don't just, know what it is. It's a very vague label. Yeah. It doesn't seem to really... Well, back in like 96, 97, that's when it really started, and they called it this alter... And and that was essentially... It was Janine Garofalo telling us the story of how she came up with the funny idea that is the punchline. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's oh. how I've always done stand-up comedy. Who would be like... Who's alternative now? I mean, Marie Bamford and who right, else? Right, right. But the thing is, is the line is so blurred Yes. that... I think Greg... Uh, who is it? Um, like Zach Galifianakis and... But like Todd Berry, I think, is so witty and clever, and I, I think he's gets labeled as alternative. As but I don't think he. I think he. Got like, what makes him not alternative? Doesn't want to. We've be already digressed into comedy comedy dorkdom, <laughs> which is what almost all of my guests are. Well, I guess I'm not clear enough on what alternative is. I mean, it just seems like it's very story oriented, and even though Todd Berry does some of that, I just think he's very he's a lot more succinct. It's not the meandering. Oh, you, oh, because he does do more of a one liner thing. Like yeah. 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 It's true, but there's no. Um, He's not down, is what I'm saying. With with the storytelling. I'm kidding. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just fixed the uh, condom on your. 
It was a very lewd and provocative act. It was a lewd and yes, that's what I'm known this for. This would be NC-17 if it were a movie. <laughs> Thank God it's audio. Fucking it's hey, an, listen uh, up, I just NC-17 swore. NC-17 audio. <laughs> exactly. We can abandon that Todd Berry thing because I was just reaching. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, let me intellectualize this. And I'm like, I don't really know. I just love him. Yeah, he's great. I wouldn't intellectualize him, though. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. It's I not remember, that I don't love him. I remember <laughs> reading that he doesn't want to be called alternative, though, because he thinks it like limits how his, people... His income. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, actually, I think that's... It cuts into his uh, his money-making options. Yeah. Because people people um, oftentimes say, some this guy wouldn't book me in Texas and still barely books me in Texas, the Cap City in Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. the guy oh. who books that room. He's like... You're too smart for Texas. And I'm like, wow, I think you're underestimating Texas and you're overestimating me. (laughs) Everybody gets cable, right? I mean, we all, everybody gets stuff, Mm -hmm. right? And a lot of those Austin Austin comics are really smart. Right. And so, and then, so the first room that he ever booked me in was this San Antonio room. And I was like, well, that isn't actually helping. (laughs) (laughs) I did. And I did a one nighter at Corpus Christi in between. Mm -hmm. So again, not particularly, I mean, it was, and I've done more dirtbag one nighters than (laughs) you can shake a stick at. So, I mean, I can play any crowd. And everybody's smart. Everybody, I have that. Yeah. I have a Sarah Palin joke that my favorite people know are the ones who get it and hate it because they love Sarah Palin. Oh, but it really yeah. points them out. Who what's really? The, what's the Sarah Palin joke? Oh, that I think that uh, she'd be an excellent president if we lived in The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. That is all. So yeah, it's uh. So I mean, I I mean, I think that we're all wordsmiths because of the stand-up comedy. But yes. so, what do you do? Play Scrabble? Do you do Sudoku? What? That's numbers. I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not you love children, I so like... you must want to be a veterinarian. <laughs> I I like crosswords, but I can't do the really hard ones. I wish right. I could. I can't do them quickly. I'm pretty slow at word games. Do you feel maybe I get too hungry? Do you do it right? Maybe not. Do you feel but no, do you feel the the need to finish it correctly? Sometimes at the end if I have two left, I just make up a word. Are there are there books that you enjoy because of their 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 word usage? I mean, not just well written like Pulitzer Prize winning novels. Right. But like Dr. Seuss. I mean, those damn things. <laughs> Steve Young shakes his head scornfully at the mention of a Pulitzer <laughs> Prize winning book. Shaking it off, shaking yeah. it off. Yeah, because you're writing that novel. I'm, I I blow you off now, oh, Aparna. Yeah. Like, Which he, will have a Pulitzer, no, I do so. I hear about Steve's novel. Yeah, yeah, because you're writing 50,000 words in a month. That's yes. the thing, is so that you can oh get the first God. draft out. That's the whole point of it, right? Yeah, and it's self-indulgent, and it's very thinly autobiographical <laughs> to, the point where, to the point where I'm like, la- like very lazily not even changing like people's names i'm like yeah i don't have time for that i need to like bust out two thousand words and i hate like making a character's name up it just always sounds so like totally straight out of the phone book or forced or like to blandsville um your hero's name yves stung it's uh joe mcleod actually yes yes wow he sounds like he could fix things i know yeah Yeah. Um, it's the most thinly veiled uh autobiographical i mean it's it's totally fiction and i'm saying that in case i ever put it out there and i don't want to get sued sure but um yeah it's just it's about this character is it science fiction 
sorry. It is not. Sorry, I'm the most slice of life. I'm the most. It's very. It's like the pie of life. It's several slices of life, <laughs> um, and it's about. It just basically revisits this character Ooh. in air quotes, who's kind of based on me, right? And the 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 madcap things that happen trying to make it in this comedy business. So oh, yeah. maybe maybe they'll be like, I'm I'm rounding the end. So maybe some dork forest, you know. Sure. <laughs> put the pie. Then they like you know. Please put the podcast Big in. Nerd Tundra. Podcast. The Nerd Tundra podcast. <laughs> it's like on Chuck when they call the Geek Squad the Nerd Herd. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's that level of like absolutely lazy um, imagination. But there's great dialogue in there. and Snappy stuff. Yeah. I just, I, I spent, like I said, I spent a lot of time in the Indianapolis airport yesterday. Mm-hmm. I spent about $100. <laughs> Good transition. And, uh, well, no, but I bought uh, the new Spencer for Hire novel. He died, by the way. Spencer. Uh, yeah, Robert Urich. Yeah, not Robert Urich. Oh, uh-huh. did he play? He, he played did Spencer play on the TV show. On the TV show. Yeah. Okay, Robert Parker wrote Part the Part of books. my problem here for doing this show, I'm like, the TV show, right? We're the talking TV- about the TV show. Right, right. It's been adapted, <laughs> oh, has it not? Uh-huh. The Brady Bunch, the novelization. Have you read that? <laughs> I don't even know these references. Well, Spencer for Hire is a uh, was a television show back when when you were a tiny child, probably. <laughs> and so, but it was like it was just a you know I, I think the guy who played the captain of uh, Deep Space Nine, he uh, he played oh. Hawk. Yeah, wow. well, I, grew oh, up you know in, I grew up in New England, I and do. it takes place in Boston, so therefore it was a big, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like sort of knowing Billy Joel if you're anywhere near the tri-state area, yeah, because exactly. they, yeah. I've never heard so much Billy Joel in my life <laughs> than when I go to New York City. They're like. He he only has ten albums. For the love of they Christ, they shot one of his music videos in the eighties in my hometown, and that was a Ooh. big deal. Yes, was it Allentown? Did they shoot Allentown in your room? No, it was later. It was um. Was it one of the Russian ones? In the middle of the night. Oh, oh really? Okay. Yeah, in the middle of the yeah. Oh, was that that REM ripoff? No, no, that was a. I didn't start the fire. Yeah, Sorry not about that. that. No, yeah. I would not be proclaiming anything about that if that was shot in my town. Right, because not you you were rap. probably a huge REM fan. Ninety three. Yes, yes, right? yes. Did you like him before Green Day? Before Green Day. <laughs> before Green Day. That's what everybody I went to college with was like. You gotta like him before Green Day, otherwise <laughs> it doesn't count. Oh, Green the album, you mean? Or yeah, Green, Green Day. Green Day is oh. another album. Guess what? Music is my life. Did you listen to the last episode when I knew nothing about Metallica? Now okay. I know nothing about alternative rock. Well yeah. done. Let's um, go through it. Anyone want to talk John Philip Sousa? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can do that. I like Sousa. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to him. Did you play a, a, a marching band instrument? Were you in no, the band? No, I took piano lessons and I took flute during my band years. You look like a flautist. Do I? You're very delicate. Yeah. You're delicate. Alto the... sax to Alto? the rescue. All right, yes. here we go. Oh, oh yeah. Marching band trumpet. Marching band trumpet. Wow. Uh, clarinet in the, uh, in, the, in the concert band. Boy, was I terrible. I was, <laughs> I was, ter- I was very bad, right. too. I don't think I was good at Right, I think I was the last chair. And, and and that's why they they switched me over to bass clarinet. I was first chair, huh? You know why? There were two of us, so uh, I could read music, which beat uh, the lady that I was sharing my stand with. The lady, uh, we were both fourteen. Okay. okay. So, but oh, she was in, very mature. Yeah. In the Indianapolis airport, I sat next to five guys. Did you guys ever go to marching band camp? They had no. just come no. from marching band camp, Whoa. and they were awesome. Oh, cool. For like a, I wish I had had my little tape recorder because they were discussing uh, the different kind of tubas and how heavy they were when marching and how they had lost like 60 pounds each wow uh, by in marching band uh and how it and was really vomiting. good for you yeah. and possibly some some bulimia was happening oh but they my were, god 
They have a really evil coach. That's that's yeah. new front. That's the new frontier in encouraging bulimia amongst teens. Band camp. It's Band not just camp. for models anymore. Oh man, they were the dorkiest looking kids in the world. They were awesome. <laughs> they were awesome. And uh, so I, I mean, I had I had quite a dork day yesterday at that airport. I bought these headphones. Mm. I bought these headphones. I, uh, I I bought a Raggedy Ann and Andy. I bought oh. the Raggedy Ann book, the original Raggedy Ann book, yeah. uh, with a Raggedy Ann. Uh, I believe uh, that was a $40 impulse buy. You people. should really take better care of that Raggedy Ann doll. Uh, that's, is... that's, that's where presents are going. It's going to be for Hanukkah for my niece. Oh, okay. They're Jews. She looks very forlorn. <laughs> I'm related to Jews. Anyone? Anyone related to Jews? That's nice. Oh, it's so. nice. They're good people. Mm. Let's talk about them. Okay. I've digressed. <laughs> So I liked topic. working at I liked I, working at Jewish companies or like in the entertainment industry because you would get the Jewish sometimes I get the oh, Jewish holidays, holidays off. off. In like, addition party. to the Christian, right, in yeah. addition to Christmas and Easter, That's yes, great. And then I ha- I did the you know the the Catholic flip. I I asked for I was raised Catholic, and um, I did this ploy to get Good Friday off. And this was like when I worked at a music video production company. <laughs> And they had like, you know, they'd, they'd made me work. It was like this really tiny company, but they made me work on the Jewish holidays, but they were gone. So it was like a holiday anyway. So I was like, all right, I'm here physically, but whatever. But, you know, I got some atonement to do on my Good Friday. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what they call that in Judaism? Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. Why'd you get on that? Yeah. So a little Good Friday. Actually, Yom Good Friday has nothing to do with atonement. I don't no, know it why. doesn't. Yeah. It, if he comes out, he sees six more. No. Okay. <laughs> Worst joke joke. Oh Worst joke joke of all time. Actually, not true. I believe there was something worse. But uh, yeah, so what, but I did want to know, so you so you said that you read, you've been reading some books in preparation, like your favorite authors. I don't authors. like to talk about it, though. You, no, I'm kidding. Oh, really? So, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, please come on a radio show. You said, and not no, the way you, it. you said you've read. You said that you like to read words. You read. The end of that thought. Um, yeah, I like started your reading favorite authors, like you High a Fidelity. Of- uh, I love Nick Hornby a lot. Which is that High Fidelity. I saw that movie. Speaking yeah. of a book I never read, but saw the adaptation. Yeah, and it's, um, well, they're easy reads. So therefore... Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't um, love... That's what Spencer for Hire is. It's like, it's perfect. Like, it's that perfect two to three day book. Um, yeah, Spencer for Hire took me three hours. Chop, wow. chop. I've never oh, been yeah. that fast. Like, you, that's speed reading. Well, that's it... skimming is what okay. it is. It's like, I, uh, you know what? I'm not going to miss anything because it's mm-hmm. Spencer for Hire. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's pronounced Spencer for Hire, by is the way. Is it Spencer? Spencer. Yeah. I'll go get the car. Yeah. So, yeah, so Nick Horn, you know, did you see High Fidelity at Parna or read it? The movie? No. Okay. No, well, wait, I did that and I didn't read that. That's a dork novel. That's like, that is what I connect to being a music dork because right. those guys are obsessed with like, they're, they're very, they have rivalries about their opinions and they'll right. like sit around the record store and say, what's your favorite top five, you know, favorite top five opening tracks of any album ever and then they'll just they'll be that specific and then that like wow that feels very diner sneering and judgmental about it to each other what's on the other side of the 45 kind of I'm 100 years old. I've never uh, seen Diner. Yeah, no worries. I know it's one of those I ought to see Diner it's, things. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. I mean, you could you could see that and you could mm. see To Have and To Hold. And, uh, What's To Have and To Hold? It's, uh, it's better than Casablanca. Okay. In Whoa. my opinion. What it, In my opinion. Who, it's what, uh, Humphrey where? Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Oh. It's the Lauren, it's the, it's where they met, Lauren Bacall was 19 in it. Mm. Wow. It was amazing. It was. It's an amazing movie, mm-hmm. and I like it better than Casablanca. Not that Casablanca isn't a great movie. It's a great movie, but um, it's played out now. 
Yeah, it's over. We like know. Twitter. We get like it. Twitter. We get like we Twitter. Get this flash in the we pan. We get it. I get it. Twit pics is where it's at. Twit is all Twit pics. What's the next thing? Bake space. Have you been to Bake Space? No. It's a cooking. That? It's a it's a MySpace, but for cooks. For cooks. I have yeah. 500 followers on Bake Space, and You're, they ooh. love my gazpacho recipe. <laughs> that's right. You have a gazpacho. You lo- that that's but your that's your half assed slacker I mean, dorkdom. Yeah, my half assed. Uh, your slacker dorkdom makes you want to cook things that are cold. Yeah. That's Can you true. make a hell of a We were talking about my Aparna, don't be mystified here. We had a scintillating <laughs> conversation before you got here and uh He was early. We talked oh. about my half assed uh cooking. Um and uh there's like I have a I have a cookbook that's geared like at, a handful of things. Yeah. Oh you have a you purchased a cookbook that was geared in nineteen ninety six when I moved to Los Angeles. Yes. I purchased a cookbook because it's like I'm gonna be on my own now right. in the big city. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> and it's the red and white paperback, that red and white uh, tablecloth. Cross, oh, yeah. Uh, better yeah. Homes and Gar- I think it's Better, better homes, homes and Gardens. And garden? yeah. 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 So I have that, but it has like little things like they'll say fast next to something or easy next to it. So those are the recipes I've gravitated to. And 15 <laughs> years later, I still, I don't know them. I still have to like look in the book that's actually been ripped open. Like it's like ripped. Right, the you know, binding's gone. And binding. It's stained and yeah, right. all that. But you know, there's a good chicken jambalaya recipe in there and that's a but hit. But that's a cooking. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's actual that's cooking, yeah. You better cook that chicken. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I say. Yeah, I do not do chicken sashimi. I don't care. No. That's too no, cool. St- st- yeah. stand, on, stand on your... And then yeah, the gazpacho recipe is in there, and uh, and the plot thins. Yeah, and the plot thins right about yeah. there. How about mm-hmm. you with the cooking? I wish I was better around the kitchen. Toast. I'm, yeah, no, I make toast, great toast. But oh, yeah. uh, nice. I'm a vegetarian, so are you? Yes. For political reasons or uh, health reasons? I. Or just did you gravitate away from the animal eating? Maybe political reasons, because I started when I was 13, mm. and, you know... We're all very... Poli- so where again, I, <laughs> that sounds ridiculous, but we are very well, political yeah. when we're 13. I did a project on factory farming, I think, and it was, you know, revealed some horrifying secrets. Yeah, that'll do it. I almost stopped eating meat when I read Fast Food Nation. Yeah. And then I've I had to that. put it down. I put the book down. That's what I did. That's how I dealt with that. I sabotaged <laughs> a vegetarian Thanksgiving once. What? Yes. I, um... Here's the thing. I'm totally, I'm very, uh, I like, I wish I could, I wish I had the willpower to be a vegetarian, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. But. And I love vegetarian foods. Right, I, yeah. yeah. I like that restaurant Real Food Daily on La Cienega. Or there's like a few of them, but that's oh, a yeah? good restaurant. Ooh, um, try that. And uh, yeah. Okay, so this vegetarian Thanksgiving, I got invited to, and I re- replied before I knew it was going to be vegetarian. <laughs> oh, so no. I was just like, there was no way for me to backtrack and say, I don't like you enough for tofurkey. Right. And, you know, they Nobody got. Nobody should ever so- serve tofurkey. Yeah, Tofurky's... I even feel opposed they to They got that. like kind of, um, uh, they weren't just vegetarians. They were like, let's convert, let's convert. And they, Ooh. and they yeah. made me, they made they me, they, they mandated what yeah. I was going to bring. They told, it wasn't just like Steve make something vegetarian, but it can be anything. It was like, make these black bean burgers, do it, do it. I was oh. just like, all right, you're really testing, you're, you're testing my like patience. Vegetarian bassist. It was like, uh, don't join a cult. We can't afford <laughs> yeah. it. It was, it was an education camp in Laurel Canyon. And, um, <laughs> And uh, so we're sitting. So the sabotage element came in where I got super resentful, and we're all sitting around after dinner. And I said, "All right, let's play a fun game. Guess which dish was actually made with beef broth." Um, oh, which I thought was broth. hilarious. That, you know, and that seems oh, very light. God. The beef broth. Yeah, and it I mean, was like it could have been worse. Dead silent, like really, just it was like no. 
<laughs> no, I, um, I it's it's one of those situations where you're just like, oh my god, I wish I had a getaway car. You know, it's like start the car. I know. <laughs> Get me out of here. Um, and the 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 hostess throwing the whole th- shindig was like, she her face froze in horror. She's like, no, you didn't, you didn't. And she was, and I'm like, no, I was just kidding. Surely expecting some laughter, you know, and like just dead silence. And it was just right. Yeah. And then I found out that a vegetarian can be sick for up to three days if they eat meat. Yeah. Yeah, so... that is that is the sad part of that story is that you can actually. So it was even funnier than I'd realized. Is my point. <laughs> and Steve Young, though this is a safe space, dicky move. But, but you you learned from it though, right? You learned not to slip uh, nuts. And by the way, I learned uh, if to you're read allergic the fine to nuts, print. there are some nuts read the in fine these print. cashews. Oh, okay, thank you. If you're allergic to nuts. <laughs> They're nuts in the cashews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See? Huh? Huh? That one took they a second. They were made on equipment that processes nuts. <laughs> they were, those nuts were separated. And equipment that processes mm. nuts. And non-nuts. If there's, no ruts in the, there's no nuts in the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, though, right? And there's no nuts in the pistachios. So oh, that's okay. craft services. Okay. Welcome to craft services. Old Halloween candy, but not Actually, old. That's a, I was saying it in jest. Like, there can't be nuts in Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. There can't be nut products. I'd be shocked in, if there were. In a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? Yeah. What? That's got to be synthetic, butter? right? No, no. Oh, no. And really? the, the, the peanut butter cup And I love them. I'm not saying it in a judgmental way. Yeah, like, I love these. So. Right. right. Uh, you, you got one of the really fancy, because uh, uh, that's my favorite candy, by the way, the Reese's Peanut Butter yeah, Cup. Mine too. I yes. love the it Dork is. Forest moment. I love the shapes they come up where they like make they um, oh. the Christmas oh. tree shaped ones and the, the Valentine's. Halloween? Yeah. Where it's like they like surface area. I they had, like uh, amp up the sugar Adam, content Adam, or something. Adam Gertler was on the show uh, two episodes ago. He's from the Food Network, and he got to go to the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup <gasps> uh, uh, factory, mm. and he got to eat uh, at all levels a pumpkin-shaped Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. So he got to take a bite out of it oh when it was God. just peanut butter. He Whoa. got to take a bite out of it when it was peanut butter covered in chocolate, and he got to take a bite out of it when it was all done or whatever. That's amazing. <laughs> this is a dark chocolate mini. It's a it's a mini. I like the dark chocolate yeah. combo. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. And then I also have the regular ones because uh, I have a problem. No. <laughs> so. This is becoming delicious dish now. I love it. Hello and welcome to Delicious Dish. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. where is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Factory? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the Hershey Factory in Hershey, oh, Pennsylvania. Gotcha. So, but uh, yeah, he he was a he was a big food dork. I'm just gonna chew and eat and talk at the same time. This is a. This is a lovely moment. I'm going to have a napkin. Talk amongst yourselves. What do you got? <sighs> I wanted to hear about the book you read about mother, oh, the high fidelity mother book? tongue. Oh, oh mother or tongue. you can keep talking about high fidelity. What's one tongue? fascinating thing at its time? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here's my thing out. about high fidelity, the movie, mm-hmm. is uh, I had no sympathy for that guy. Right. I was like, you have your own uh, store, and you have two beautiful women fighting over you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pardon me while I weep softly into a cracked mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not um, that's not a problem. That's a quality problem. <laughs> yeah, even though his apartment yeah. was supposed to be like the rundown, like he's slumming. That's very much. I was very I was very covetous of his like cool Chicago apartment. Right, right, and he's like, oh, it's by the L, and you're like, yeah, that's white noise at this point. Yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like the helicopters at night here in Van Nuys. Mm-hmm. Just, I used yeah, to live in Van Nuys, like and I've experienced uh, the chopper action. It's nice. What is yeah. that? I'm new. Uh, well, we're between. Uh, there's a Van Nuys Airport right there. There's mm-hmm. a hospital right there. Okay. There's crime a little, just like three blocks away from oh, there. Okay. Sometimes right behind the house, there's crime. Oh. But uh, but for the most part, like about two months ago, we woke up one beautiful Saturday morning here in Los Angeles to a Ford Explorer on fire behind oh. the house. Oh. 
Gentrification, not taking. Not taking. <laughs> Even though we moved in. It's a process. It's a process. <laughs> it is a process. You just need a so, pier one, and right. then it'll all, it'll all fall into place. And Aparna, you just moved here to Los Angeles. Yeah, just about a from month ago. From our, our nation's capital. Yes. Oh, nice. Did you ever read that Sarah Vala book? we crime there, but... Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, my I God, Congress? Get as much <laughs> Boom. Come on. Zing. <laughs> Meow. I'll, I'll be over here. <laughs> Uh oh! I did read Sarah Vowell's book. She the I feel wordy like she, shipmates or the Patriots, uh, whatever or I the think I read the oh, wordy the, shipmates or the one she assassination also, vacation. vacation. Did you read that? I one? didn't read that one. Assassination vacations, awesome. She t- she goes on a trip around yeah. uh, the country to all the places where McKinley, Garfield, and Lincoln were shot. Oh and, wow! Um, yeah, she's a history. Is, dork. That is a dark. She door. is the biggest history dork in the world. I love history That's cool. myself. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. great. I've only I, met her once. She is not being on the show. It I was weird for me to move to LA show. from Connecticut where we have like Sturbridge Village and all these like colonial type things. And here oh, right, right. I have my friends come in. Some things are over 20 years old. I know. Do you believe right? that? Which is a Steve Get Martin line from out. LA story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I unwittingly took my friends. I just want like they were like this is like the first year I lived in LA and I wanted to take them on a tour and it was just. Actually, just like let's let's drive down Sunset and take it all the way to the beach. And it was like over the course of that trip, there were some like grim, like the 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 mo- the um, not monuments, the landmarks were pretty grim. It's like that's where John Belushi died, and that's where, and it was oh, circa. Oh. It was a couple of years after O.J. Simpson, and and now I do know where Cielo Drive is in Bel Air, where Which, the Sharon Tate winner. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like um, the like. Oh, there's a lot of just murder. Just a tour of murder tour. A lot of murder. It's just that that's like where I happen to know. I'm not. I don't yeah. like seek. Although my parents did come here, I'm like, all right, let's. <laughs> you want a fun detour? <laughs> and apparently, we'd eaten at El Coyote the night before, which is where Sharon Tate had her last meal. So okay, yeah, I guess well, I'm a dork about LA, quote unquote history. Like yeah, I've yeah. learned. Yeah, in Chicago now, I think they have these new tours where you you do like the gangster circuit, oh, like yeah. the Valentine's Day massacre. I and, think so. Well, it's like well, Al Capone, right? And, right. Yeah. Yeah, I think and that the, the tour bus is all black. It's like a school bus painted over with like bullet hole decals on the classy. side. <laughs> yeah, that is classy. Very it's like classy. a it's one of those murder mystery dinner. Let's things. play up yeah. the murder element. Yeah. <laughs> Let's play up the it's gun really, violence. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's a uh, you know Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where I grew up outside of as a. Uh, there's a, um, a, a a thing that was a speakeasy. It's a bar that's called the Safe House, mm. and when you go in. You have to have uh, a code word to get in. And the nice. code word is, allow me to tell you, if you're ever in Milwaukee, it's called, I'm looking for a safe house. That's all it is. That's cool. But if oh. you don't know what it is, they make you do like the chicken dance or they stand on your head. They make you do different things. Lawsuit waiting to happen. Lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. right, right. Discrimination. And Lori Allred is going to destroy But them. there's cameras all over and it's like this little warren of a place. It's great. It's got one of those uh, uh, um, barber chairs that you sit in and they pour booze right into your mouth. Because oh, in fun. Milwaukee, you can't get it in fast enough. You really, you just got to get it. Milwaukee, you really need well, to be drunk the holidays, at all I mean, the time. Especially. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bad idea. But in the women's room, there's a there's a Playgirl. There's a um, I think it's Burt oh. Reynolds when he did Playgirl. Expect gay men to use the women's room. There. Exactly. <laughs> they're hoping. They're just hoping. And uh, and but there's a door over his penis. And if you open the door, it sets off like lights. And there's a camera and says she opened the door to look at his penis. Yeah. They oh traumatize my people. god. It's you know what it is. Moments of family fun. Yeah. <laughs> Moments. Yeah, just and uh, but it, you know what? If you're 22. 
and Drunky Drunkerson. It is the funniest. It's, oh, I bet. And plus, there's a dude wandering around doing up close magic. It is, uh, it is one of my guilty pleasures. Quite honestly, the same it house sounds amazing. Yeah, it's not. Uh, I'm a simple woman of the people. <laughs> <laughs> you got any places like that? What's 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 your favorite place in DC to go? I in, to, in in the area, I, feel like I have to think on. Do you have that. a nice coffee shop or a restaurant you could recommend to the peoples? To the peoples, we have dozens of listeners. Dozens, mm. dozens. Come on, upon dozens. There's a nice coffee shop in the heart of Adams Morgan in D.C., which is like this very happening strip of clubs. Hipsters, hipsters, bearded youth. Not hips. I don't oh, no? know if D.C. has as much hipster culture as the West Coast. Okay. Uh, okay. Or Brooklyn, for that matter. But, <laughs> but Brooklyn. yeah, no, there's a coffee shop called Trist, which is an interesting Ooh, name. With a Y? With provocativity. A y. Yes, with a Y. Mm, very nice. With a they Y. Wouldn't. And uh, they're a very centrally located, great people-watching spot. That's great. Where are you living here in Los Angeles now? In Silver Lake. See, Hipsterville. Yes. That's that is some beer totally to yeah. yeah, yeah. What? What have you have you picked a coffee shop over there? Have you? I haven't decided on one because some of them are too hip, and mm. then some of them are too. They are kind of intimidating sometimes. Yes. Where you walk in and you're like, I just wanted to get a cup of coffee. Yeah. And sit here for a second. Yeah. And you feel like you have to, you know. Establish an identity, and uh, you should tell well, you you're do. writing that. Yeah, so <laughs> get on that. Get a little pick something. Tell them you're writing a novel in 30 days. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh huh. Like, at take the it coffee in shop. Silver Lake. Take it go? in Silver Lake. Sorry. Soak it up. Yeah. Soak it. I up. don't live in Silver Lake. I do like it over there, but that's a little too. Um, I don't know. Like I do like I like I like uh, Akbar a lot, where we all met. Oh. Stand up venue, um, gay bar slash stand up Islamic themed gay bar, which I think yeah. is really of all the Islamic themed gay bars, that's the it best one works. for comedy in Los Angeles for sure. Um, no, I live in Coenga Pass, which is sort of like just no one even no one in LA even knows where that is, but it's sort of like is between... that where Barham turns into yes, but oh, I'm not Coenga. not in the Oakwood Apartments though. This is going to be fascinating to people in other parts of the country. <laughs> Please Google map. The, the Oakwood, Oakwood Apartments is where Rick James died. And uh, it's like this. De- <gasps> there we go. This That's depressing. A, you are. Grim you're, Los know, Angeles history. You are Grim Los Angeles history <laughs> dork. Yes. See, we always find out right around minute 50. Where are we? And we're at minute 32. We right. have at least wow. 28 minutes to discuss. So I'm going to unfur all this like grim knowledge is going to ooze out of my mouth. Um, all the, dis- the disgusting James, people magazine. Who's a musician, correctly? Correct? Yes, he is. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> Help. Yeah. Right on. High five. Way to go. Excellent. Does anyone want to talk about Harry Chapin? No, nobody does. Go. So Rick James. I'm just too absorbed. Okay, so the Oakwood Apartments to those in other parts of the country. Um it's like public storage for human beings. It's like people kennel. Yeah, it's sort of like it's corporate housing, uh, but with like a sad edge of like child actors and their and their moms who are in town like for pilot season. Oh wow! And it's really annoying. And like one of my friends lived there, and he said it was like the most depressing time in his life. Um, another friend of mine, her boyfriend, committed suicide there. So it's not a positive association. See, people wow. may not know that uh, people bring their children to Los Angeles for pilot season for like January, February, or what? when it used to be more defined pilot season. When they need to be learning how to use birth control devices, which they don't learn. <laughs> so like like super like crazy parents time. bring their nine-year-old girl and they're like, she's going to be the next Annie, except yeah. for that we're not doing Annie this season. <laughs> yeah. But okay. And and so they, they hang out there for a couple of months. and they We're spend... doing this because she wants to. She wants it. We can't stand in her way. Yeah. 
Yeah, and sometimes they do want it, but for love of Christ, you just want to go, don't you want to do something that's less trouble? That's what my parents are like. Uh, yeah. I know you want to, I don't want to drive you. How about that? My parents discouraged me, like as far as back to instruments, like I played the cello for all of four weeks. And I think that was like, they never put up a fight when I quit that. Early like, cello they were is just hard like... to listen to, but they should have stuck it out. That was the one good thing my parents did do is they, they were willing to go through beginning violin Ooh. with my sister. Yikes. Uh, wow. Beginning, uh, I played viola for a little while and then I quit. And my sister was like, you can quit? What? <laughs> no, you told me this. Right, because she was so mad that she had been forced to pick a, an instrument that she, she used to re- rehearse or practice, rather, uh, four or five hours a day oh. just oh, wow. to torment our God. parents. But by the end of the two months, she three awesome. months, she was great. Mm-hmm. She was a really oh, good yeah. violinist. Yeah. Wait, she, so she committed out of spite for your parents? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah. That's, oh, my God. She, she, she was living it when she was a child. She was the only... <laughs> She was the only nine-year-old I know who would read the uh, the the real estate uh, parts of the paper in the hopes to buy her own house and move out when she was nine. Nice. Yeah, she wanted out. Wow. You, mom and yeah. dad. So when did you start piano? I think I was eight, eight or nine. But I was not like my parents signed us up because they thought my sister and I up because they thought you know it's like a good activity or a skill to have, but. We would never sure. practice. A law degree is too. Yeah. Why don't you try to force a kid to get one of those? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you didn't practice? We didn't practice. And then the teacher would be like, did you practice? And we would kind of fudge our like practice because she made us fill out cards of how much we practiced every day. And then, and then I felt Interesting. like, you know, Data. I know. <laughs> you had to bring data. Right, right. You had to document to support your, lies. your lie. <laughs> yeah. It was, and then your parent had to sign it. It was a very. Ooh. Sure. Very okay, if I were a parent, I'd be like, all right, let's take it down a little yeah, speech. You know, yeah. like, I'm not signing. Like, what is that? Like, that's right. annoying oh, to complete. a parent. Because, and the thing is, is your parents knew you weren't practicing. Of so course. it's not like, yeah. because my parents would be like, you have to go practice. And the just the pained look on their faces when they'd say, you'd have to go practice. And you're like, okay. And I would, in retrospect, I know that the pained look was there. <laughs> and that they were doing the best they could parentally right. to make us practice. So right. it was good of them to do that. But um, yeah, so they knew when we practiced because it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, no one wanted to hear it. So Yeah, no one, that's the thing. I think they didn't want to hear it anyway. So right, right. Like, we'll support your lie. Well, what else did you like to do when you were a kid? I mean, did they, did they, what else did they encourage you to do or make you do? Did they make you read? Did they make you Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I think that's Homework? where maybe I did like language so much because when we went on road trips as a family, my mom would just do vocabulary flashcards with us. Really? I yes. was a vocab nerd also. <laughs> Could spelling as well or no? Yeah. Oh, really? It might be cliched for Indian kids. Right, spelling, that's right. Aparna is of Indian ancestry, yeah. just so we all know. What? I know it's what? hard to believe. Aparna. It's my big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> Minute 34? What are we talking about? And oh. she's doing yoga right now. <laughs> you know, I always Can thought... Can you move this sitar out of the way, please? It's really... <laughs> and you're a vegetarian. What's happening? <laughs> but here's my thing about the whole... It, you know, whenever you call India, you know, there's a slew of new jokes out there. Like, everybody's oh, course, doing yeah. the, the calling India jokes. <laughs> when I talk to the people in India... I want to talk to them about India. Yeah. I'm like, if if, if you are literally sitting... I want to hear about fake America. Sorry. We're you're just like, hi, my name is Sue, and I'm... You, no, you aren't. Your mm. your name is Aparna, possibly, and yes. are you on an elephant right now? Tell me <laughs> what's going on. And they're like, no, no, I'm not. 
<laughs> but I like to make them laugh. It's fun for me. One person at a time. I'm willing to do it. That's what this podcast, that's how it all began. The world. I'm willing to make one person. <laughs> What's up, India? Hello, India. Do we have any listeners? Yeah, the new podcast, the new Libsyn.com podcast, which oh. is where the Dork Forest is hosted now, mm-hmm. it breaks down the listeners into different countries. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. So I have listeners, supposedly, in U- the Ukraine. Either that wow. or they're doing that thing where... Privet, Privet, Privet. No, oh. Privet. I was a, I lived in the Ukraine for a month what? when I was... Um, what? I was a, See? Minute 40. Yeah. Let's hear it. I was a... Um, I took Russian in my high school from 7th through 12th grade. Um, or junior high in, in high Connecticut, school. they offered Russian as yeah, a as in not junior like, high, not universally, but in that particular school system I was in, I don't know why. It's just it's just a bizarre anomaly. There wasn't like a Russian population nearby or anything. Nothing, they, no reason. They offered it for, since the fifties, so it might have been like the Cold War. Let's right, right. Let's teach our how kids many, for those Ruskies. How many people were in your class? Um, it got small. I think probably about like it 20. got small. Yeah, it did. It got small from like seventh to twelfth grade. I mean, I just started doing it. So did Latin. Like I took Latin <laughs> yeah. in ninth grade. I through... remember they offered Latin. Did you take Latin? No, I What'd took you take? Spanish. You took sp- oh, because yeah. you're shrewd. Because you're shrewd. I liked Latin. I like Spanish too. I took. I, w- I wish I'd studied that more. I mean, I'm glad I did Russian. But it, like, right. hello, I live in a place that used to be Mexico. So right, it'd be more... great to speak Spanish. Yeah. Holy crap, would it be awesome? I know to speak a little, Spanish. but you know. Menu, uh, menu Spanish. El techo <laughs> es blanco. The ceiling is white. Uh, oh, but I know what you mean about like looking. I love the breakdown of like where in the world are my oh, listeners. Yeah. That's I do that. It's like the yeah. biggest ego fix, and I love it. And I do it on <laughs> YouTube. I have a video on there. Um, and you can also visit can this video at steveyoungcomedy.com. Right. Um, if you post it yourself, you, there, you click insight and you, it shows oh. you where, um, like where in the world and like, it's, it's very, it's very specific. So I've, I've like have had viewers in Wait, like, like my, Brazil and Australia and so, Israel. Like, like a, like a, yeah, I have, I have listeners in Israel. Hola. Hola. <laughs> and uh, I also don't know languages. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so on YouTube, you can click at an insight button. Yeah, it just says, yeah, as long as you're the one that posts it. Okay, um, yeah, so yeah, it's like on a, your, on thing, your yeah. thing. Okay, so what were, when, when, what, how old were you when you lived in the Ukraine? Uh, it was a one month exchange program when I was a junior in high school, so I was 16 or 17, I think 17. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Did, uh, was it awesome? It was, yeah, I mean, it was. Or did they put you to work? Like, was they it? They did. I learned how to mop floors really well. No. Um, I, um, <laughs> I was like, did you like chickens? The city was a friend really of mine pretty. Did well, this is like a weird, there's a weird comedy connection too, because it was in a city called Lvov in Ukraine. And, or they call, Lvov is the Russians. It's, I'm going to dork out here. Lvov is what Please the Russians do. call it. Lviv, Lviv is how the Ukrainians say it. And they speak Ukrainian there because it's the Ukraine or Ukraine. They don't say the. That's like an American thing, and uh, it's also an old people thing. Have you yeah. seen the yeah. Expendables? <laughs> I feel like most of my knowledge of like Eastern Europe and Russia and China is from those backstory videos they do during the Olympics of like skaters and gymnasts. Oh, those are good. <laughs> They're very heartwarming and wrenching. Alternate. Oh, the one thing. We'll get back to you. <laughs> no, I'm... I wasn't done. Um, Please no. continue. I feel like so huffy now. Um, <laughs> but back to what don't I was saying. It. Don't lose it. I don't yeah, know how to do. It... I don't know how to share a conversation. Apparently, obviously, should have just booked one oh, at a time. My friend, <laughs> my friend Kira talk. Soltanovich, who's a comedian, and she does the Tonight Show from time to time. Oh, I she, Kira. I know she, her. Uh, was, she was born in Lvov. Where, oh, was she? And I met her on a TV show called Girl, Girls Behaving Badly that we both worked on. And, and it yet? was 
and you are not a girl. <laughs> yeah. Were well, you a then writer? I was. Oh. Da, da, da. Huge reveal da, da, at minute forty-two. There we go. Studio. Ladies, what's up with hormones? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> oh no. So anyway, but she, yeah, she's. But she had been born in that town that you lived. Born, the, born there, and then moved to with her family to New Haven, Connecticut. I'm from Connecticut, and then San Francisco. Finally settled I've there. I've never with her seen family. the two of you in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> Huge reveal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, no, that's neat. So when did she move out of uh, Lvov? Like six. L- L- I think she was six. Oh, she was six. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I like it. Yeah. And uh, so you went for a month, and then it was just an exchange thing. Yeah, with um, like the Ukrainians came to our school in Connecticut first. There were about a dozen of them, and seriously, eight of them were named Oksana. No lie. <laughs> And uh, so the Oksanas and a few others came, and then uh, they sent us over, and we lived with Ukrainian, you know, families, and it was really eye-opening. I mean, that was the first non-English-speaking country. I'd only been to the, uh, Canada and Bermuda before that, and I got off the plane, I saw, you know, the Red Army, and, you know, sure. with their machine gun, or whatever, their rifles, and uh, yeah, it was, you know... That, that isn't, that's why they send you. To, to go, guess what? Guess what, you little shits from nice. Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could do that, or you could read the Hunger Games. So they said oh. that. Yeah, it was really. It had nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with like be, studying Russian. It was like they sent the brattiest, <laughs> most they? troublesome kid. No, they didn't. No, that's like that. It would be an awesome idea, though. Program. Do you remember that? It was like really I do spoiled that. kids, and they sent them to like my third brother world was on countries. an episode. I haven't, but I want to watch jobs. that. They would give them jobs. Yeah, well, there was that one There's you know like a Jewish American princess or something and they sent her to like a uh you know a village Russia. in Kenya. Nice. Oh, Kenya. And she had nice. to like drink like milk and cows Welcome to the jungle every morning. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 It's pretty awesome. <laughs> little hot. Little hot for the audience. <laughs> when I feel an Axel Rose impersonation coming <laughs> yeah. on, I just gotta it just, do it. It just takes you over, man. Yeah. It's a, sometimes metal is in you. That's I, just it. Love, I love they put the screws to that girl because she sounds uh yeah. yeah, and they were all and they like essentially that. was there a surprise element too that would make it even better. It's like they, they like we think you're like going to your sweet the biggest 16, jackass but it's that actually... they can find. And I yeah. hate those things though. I mean, the thing is, do you think she learned anything at the end of that show? I mean, she claimed she did, but it was like a week. <laughs> did she learn she never quickly, wanted to go to Africa forget a week. again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know what I dislike though is when people go to Africa and they like act all high and mighty about it afterwards. So I can totally see her doing that. Yeah, like just I do that about Iraq. Oh, you <laughs> totally do that about Iraq. I, yeah. The thing is, is whenever people are like, you're against the war, and I'm like, have you been to Iraq? Yeah. I, I went to Iraq. No? Okay. Then shut it. Yeah. I can support the troops finding Better other work. Better check yourself before you wreck yourself. That, boom. <laughs> Don't start nothing. There won't be <laughs> nothing. Oh. <laughs> wow. A lot of stuff can go on pillows. A lot of stuff can go on pillows now. So uh... Aggressive crochet pillows. <laughs> So you you don't talk- know my life. Thought you go in a pillow. <laughs> well, what did what did where what did, did you inter- Yeah, what where where did you go, Aparna? That uh, what happened to that? What was that topic though? What, what was what topic? The topic that travel uh, was it? Tra- oh, it was it was know. the thing about the Olympics. Oh, I was just saying that that that's my I entire the impression. It, oh, really? Only the half pipe. I really enjoy some snowboarding. Did you watch any of the last Olympics? Uh, so, I think it was I'm winter. Like I think it was past what winter. Our last Olympics were. Yeah, was it? Oh, nine. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, this morning. This, this morning. Which had the Winter January. Olympics. This yeah. is so embarrassing. The Winter yeah, Olympics. Yeah. I think it was the Winter in... Olympics. Was oh, where was it? I'm blanking on where they were. Norway. That's when we missed the chat room. No, that was Lillehammer a few years ago. Oh, we missed the cho- we missed the chat room. Canada. 
Oh, it was in Canada. Vancouver. It wasn't Vancouver. Thank you. That, <laughs> yes, that's right. And they were all, and there was like raining and, and lousy weather yes. for that. Yes. Oh, right, right. But it wasn't, oh man, wasn't, the, wasn't there some sort of world games just in India that there was some sort of trouble with, uh, <laughs> Come I'm on, look alive, look alive. <laughs> I'm going to need some Indian history here. Do you, do you know any Indian history offhand? What do you got? Not what do you got? Lot. Not, Not a lot. lot. Did my mom s- came into my class in fifth grade and did a report on Indian history for the class. It was very... Was I it know a do. lot of anti-British? Was there a lot of no. talk? <laughs> <laughs> she just Check burned his. tea bags the entire time. <laughs> you, know I got? you know what I got? I got some stereotypes in my brain box about India. I need to go to you India. To get I out. love I India. I think you would love India. I would love India. Oh, I would love everywhere. Would. Yeah. I, w- I wish I traveled more. I'll go I anywhere. comedy was a little bit more like you could go anywhere. Where, now, where have you been to other countries? Have you done some of that? I mean, mostly India. Is really? My family. Yeah. <laughs> you went to visit Strangely family? Strangely enough. <laughs> Strangely yes. enough to visit family, yes. you'd go to India. Uh, big I read city? The namesake. <laughs> is that an Indian book? Steve! <laughs> Jumpa, Jumpa Lahiri. Yeah, I love her. She's yeah, a she's great good. author. Yeah. I like her stories. Her short, short stories. Short stories? Yeah. Okay. What's uh, what's this person's name? Jumpa Lahiri. Yeah, that was right. Lahiri? She Lahiri? wrote The Namesake, which was a that was a film a couple of years ago that yeah. Mira Mira Nair, who did Monsoon Wedding, directed. Yes. It's a good okay. movie. Cool. And it takes place a lot. Of, I relate to it because a lot movie. of it takes place in Massachusetts. So. Oh right, yeah. It starts. They moved it to New York in the film, but it takes place in Cambridge. And I have a lot of family in Boston, so. I spent three summers on in Provincetown, or two. I can't remember. I was very what? drunk. What? I can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, two party. or three summers. Party time, party time. Uh, start around 9 a.m., noon some days. Some mm-hmm. days because I wasn't an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I would start at noon. <laughs> and, uh, and then you drink until about 11. You get up, you oh, do it over life. again. That's, oh, just, that's just Massachusetts, though. I mean, You think it's the entirety of Massachusetts? I think it's, uh, Spencer it's for hire drinks. Summertime. Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know. It's a big deal. So you got drunk at 9 a.m. Who cares? All right. I went All to right. college in Western Massachusetts. Oh, did you? Where'd you nice. go? Uh, Amherst. Oh, you went to Amherst. Town, yeah. Oh, very yeah. nice. That's a beautiful very little town. Very beautiful, yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, um, so mostly... So you've traveled mostly to India, but where else when you say mostly? Have you been to Canada? Mexico? Canada. I've been to Canada. Sweet. And I've been to all the through flights that you take to get to India, so... Okay, but not really like out well, on the street? London. Oh, you've done some London? London? But I wish I... Yeah, I wish I'd travel more around Europe. Europe seems so... Europe, Europe is Gorgeous. nice. I don't mind. I don't mind Europe. Thumbs up on Europe. Yeah, Thumbs definitely. Up. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to go back to Greece. Ooh, Greece. where would you like to? Uh, the place I want to go to? Pyramids, Egypt. Ooh. I want to go to the pyramids. That's my, that's my big one. How about yourself? Uh, Brazil, Brazil, Italy, Italy and Australia, but probably. Uh, You're gonna pick two. I'm gonna go on Carvat then. There we go. Well, that's Vietnam. three. Uh, Italy, okay. Australia, and Brazil. Okay, yeah. I got. I don't have a third. Okay. Oh. Uh, Andy wants to go to Iceland. I'm like, okay. Oh, I want to Iceland. go to Iceland. Do you? Why? Yeah. Why do you want to go to Iceland? It looks so cool. That, and... that, is that where the ice hotel is? In, yeah. In, yeah. That and also just badass. their days are all dark and it's just, it would be such an interesting culture. Oh, I went to I went to Alaska where their days were oh, all dark. Cool. Oh, I did go to Alaska. You've been to Alaska? Mm-hmm. Where'd you go in Alaska? Alaska? I went Alaska. on like a cruise. I think we oh, went. Oh, did you go to look at the the the, the, icicle, the icicles? The icicles. <laughs> Did you go look at the icebergs? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We went like glacier trekking. That sounds really cool. It was... Glacier trekking? Yeah. Mm. Are you sporty? I'm not super sporty. It but was you one could of glacier those, It trek? was one of those like little tourist junket things. That's awesome. So they kind of 
watch over you and make sure. You well, know. yeah, yeah, but you're still walking on a glacier, right? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that is like the best Facebook status update. I hope you did it right then and there. His glacier trekking. Mm -hmm. Guess what I'm doing? <laughs> did, you, did you see a bear? Did you see anything? I don't think. I think it was a bad Sarah time Palin? of year. Could you see Russia? <laughs> I, this was pre-Sarah Palin. Sure, sure. Almost everything sure is. Around. Almost everything is pre-Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah, and what we can hope. Pre anyway, Paleolithic. that there'll be a post mm -hmm. Sarah Palin. We can only hope, yeah. right? The post Palin. The post Palin. I'm looking forward <laughs> to the, the post history post. <laughs> the post. Well, it's Palin. good that she's offered herself as like an alternate to run for president in 2012. Like what does if that no one mean? else will do, she's. Oh, just in case. Well, she said she didn't. She was in, in an interview. She can't even finish her governorship. Like, and it was like an interview on Entertainment Tonight or someplace ridiculous like that. Where of they course asked her it about was. That. Yeah, of she's course. an entertainment icon. And they said, "Well, would you do it? And would you run for president in 2012?" And she goes, "Well, if no one else does." What is that? It's so bad. It's a it's a really profound conviction. Well, I'm going to make a statement. And... I'll run for president if nice. uh, if 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 yeah. no one else is going to run for president mm -hmm. except Sarah except Sarah Palin. <laughs> I'll run. What the heck. Well, someone has. To All right. Will you be my running mate? Either one of you, or both of you? Sure. What the hell? Sure. Yeah. All right. If you lived in Washington D.C. No one else. Will. Did you really get into? Uh, <laughs> did you really get into, into politics when you lived there? How long did you live in D.C.? I I grew up there. I grew up in Northern Virginia, which is D.C. Oh, yeah. areas. So I watch Bones. I know. I know. Is Bones based in D.C.? <laughs> Bones is said no it's uh it's craptastic. The word the the program what? Bones. Oh, I like it. I I thoroughly enjoy it, but uh, the science. And uh, I made air quotes. I did. Mm -hmm. uh, they, uh, <laughs> a Angela... lot of programs are pretty, you know. Craptastic? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, especially when there's science involved. But I, I thoroughly enjoy Bones. But yeah, it's set in, uh, in D.C. Oh, okay. So yeah. you grew up there. So like I've, I've, I've been on the mall a couple of times, mm -hmm. and I've never seen uh, the Lincoln Memorial. Really? I know it. Even when I was did there last year. Did you do the tour? Yeah. I, I did do the tour, but we didn't go. Oh, you didn't the Segway tour didn't go, by the, didn't go by the memorial. Huh. Oh, I've always wanted to see the Lincoln Memorial, and I've been to D.C. three times, well, and I've never seen it. Cool. Yeah. I saw it right before I left because some friends neat. were visiting. Yeah, mm. that's why you go because that's what, yeah. when people come to L.A. I always take them on the the freak show tour. I take them down to Venice to look at the freaks. <laughs> I take them. Uh, I take them on the to see the hands and feet in front of Grauman's Chinese. Where, oh, right, right. Yeah, and then I that. I drive up Gower so they can see the Hollywood sign, mm -hmm. and then whenever I see. Uh, I have friends who are like, I want to see famous people, so I'll just like point people out. Whole Foods, Fairfax, and Santa Monica. Really? Whole Foods, I still Fairfax. Haven't and... Seen anything? Really? really? Well, maybe I have. High oh, standards. Chateau Marmont. That's where you go. Really? You yeah. Go to, yeah, that's where I ended up bringing her, and we saw mm -hmm. Orlando Bloom get into his car. Nice. And I and she hits me and she goes, Solid. "Don't follow him." And I was like, "Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> crazy." Yeah, because I don't want to be incarcerated. <laughs> and what are we gonna do? Raise him? And, uh, but it's like, but yeah, I mean, what I tend to do is I tend to just point out people on the street and make up. I was like, oh mm -hmm. my God, that homeless guy, it's Nick Nolte. And, yeah. I know, yeah. that's more fun. It is more fun. That's the best <laughs> game ever. I was just like, Denzel Washington, look at that, huh? Awesome. Samuel L. Jackson. You just find somebody and you're like, uh, Alonzo Bowden. Well, that's actually an attainable goal to see yeah. Alonzo Bowden, who's yeah, a stand-up comic. Mm -hmm. Perfectly nice man. There you go. So lower the bar. Maybe just... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Does it, who wants to meet Mark Price? Skippy? Anyone? Anyone? Come on. I did stand-up with I... Skippy a few weeks ago. That's because he does stand-up. Yeah. Him, oh. and, him and Screech. I yeah, heard and I was like, Kato why Kalen does, like... does stand-up now. 
everyone should do stand up. Don't you think? <laughs> get, get out there, American public. Well, do some I, like, not to be an having... elitist, but I think people just like Kato Kalin. I mean, like if you're at that level, then yeah, you should. But I don't know. I'm kidding. I don't know. Okay, yeah. I was like, what's where's he going? To be an elitist, yeah, yeah, elitism, Kato Kalin, ha ha yeah, yeah. ha. It didn't yeah, it work out, happen. but. <laughs> I like the effort, though. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. all for the effort. Yeah, yeah I just destroyed Kato Kalin. Yeah, Topical, boom. 15 years later. <laughs> you got anything on... Uh, um... Oh, crap. It would be great if I could remember her name. <laughs> Who gave... Uh... Oh. Uh, Clinton a blowjob. Right. Oh, Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, was at the, I was at the comedy store probably three years ago, and someone did a Monica Lewinsky joke. Ouch. I almost rushed the stage. And <laughs> him with a fork. Just charge. Just, just charge the stage with a spork in my hand. Just to scoop out his <laughs> what, Were like, people into it in the audience? Yeah. They were okay. Yeah. They were okay about it. it was, I think that that would actually do well in some places, sadly. Yeah, because everybody gets it. Yeah. You know, it's like Lorena Bobbitt jokes. Mm-hmm. They, they still exist. Mm. Nobody should be. There, there, there's new people that have cut off other people. There are parts. new awful people out yeah, there. Yeah, there are new yeah. awful people to talk about. What the heck, huh? Yeah, Come on. there's always fresh ones. All right, all right. So let's uh, let's do some wrap ups. Let's do okay. some. Uh, of course, we should all read Steve Young's book. Can we yeah. all read your shitty first draft? Will you put it online? Uh, it's going to be on Kindle on Friday. No. <laughs> uh, As of November thirtieth, it will be first on draft. Kindle. It looks pretty awesome. So it's pretty um, awesome. Uh, you should change everybody's name to protagonist. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. That would be so like thinky. Like a, that's how that's my word for friend. intellectual. I, or friend. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Remember generic books? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a choose your own adventure book, actually. And Ooh. a Mad Libs. Too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Do you love a Mad Lib? I do enjoy Mad Libs. Yeah, because a Mad Lib's fun. I've done one in a long time. There yeah. must Mad be Libs on and Magnetic list. Poetry. I like them I both. Poetry is fun. Those are both those are both wordy things that mm-hmm. you could you, you could get on get on board with. Get on board with those. Do you when you write do you write longhand or do you write on the computer? I write longhand because I feel like more connected to it. That's. A, but then I my hand gets tired faster. And then you have to retype it. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I have notebooks. I I I write. Uh, I'm hard on uh, a comedy club's napkins. Ooh. I'll, I'll use up some napkins. Comics yeah. will do it. That's what we're all about. You, yeah. you probably type. Do you type? You and your fifty thousand words for the month. Uh, I do. Uh, no, that's longhand. Yeah, yeah. That's that's being typed out. And I try to. Um, sometimes I will type out a joke if I just feel like I need to. Like it's if I've been doing it for a long time and it's still not working. Right. But I think that writing it helps. Um, like if it's if it's fresh and or if I'm about to go, you know, like last two, like before, right before Akbar, I wrote. I sat down and wrote um, like an hour. For an hour and did like because I just got downsized. I I just got downsized by a woman who downsized me in a misspelled email that was written in Comic Sans font. I don't even know. You said you talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, oh, you... Jackie, you were not paying attention, but thank you, Aparna, <laughs> for paying attention. I watched most of your set, and I did yeah. not see all of your set. No, but I think it was like it was new, and I think that I think like from writing this novel, I think I've got I, like I used to really not sit down to write. You know, um, I'm trying to get better at that because it's just sort of like yeah my attitude was like yeah it'll emerge over time and it'll come to fruition and now it's just like well just sit down and write it too it can right. emerge that way <laughs> right yeah it's not gonna uh, it's not venus from right. the mind of zeus mm-hmm. yeah but uh that's that's great so um it's neat that you're doing that i i Thank really you. do look forward to to, to seeing it Thank and you. um that's fantastic steve young comedy.com that's right is the way to go and uh you like uh high fidelity you also read fight club but you said that his later stuff got super bloody and kind of it got weird and gory like i think um, what's that guy's name chuck polanik oh that's it 
Um, but he's got he's yeah. I read that book before the movie came out. Um, I heard it, it. It literally blew some guys' minds. It was mind blowing. He's if pretty. You read he's it pretty profound. Before... Like I think that he says a lot of. In, he's very insightful about our culture, and he's very. The most disturbing thing I've ever. He has the most disturbing book cover I've ever seen because it's. Um, he released a book, and I can't remember the title of it, but it was it was nonfiction. It was just a collection of his like celebrity profiles and personal essays, and he talks about how his father was present when his mom was killed, or his, no, his father, his own Chuck Palahniuk was present for when his Chuck. Sorry, Chuck. It's confusing. Chuck Palahniuk's mom was killed, like murdered. No, no, Chuck Palahniuk's mother's. Either father or mother was killed. So, Basically, what happened there so was an... one of Chuck Chuck's grandparents yes, were killed, were you. murdered. But his fa- his own father witnessed it and hid under the bed. There was like some love triangle, and the guy, must, I think it was like a, a husband whose wife was cheating on him. So it must have been the grandfather. So the husband, you know, uh, whatever. I can't remember the details. Basically, there was there was <laughs> exactly. a murder. Basically, like uh, the fa- Chuck Palahniuk's father hid under the bed while this murder was taking place. And you in the cover of the book, you just see. A man's feet and the vantage point is from under a bed. And when right. you first get the book, Whoa. you don't know what it is. Oh, and then, and then you then read that you essay and you're like, oh, yikes, that's messed up. Yeah, yeah. That so is... look for that, everyone, for oh, the yeah. holidays. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, yeah. everybody. Read the creepy like the... book of yeah. by Chuck Holland. <laughs> Beginning of a comic book. What, what, oh, I love a comic book. Yeah. People, get out there and read Unwritten. Just do it and chew. Oh, Unwritten? Unwritten and what Chew. Those familiar. are, uh, Chew is, uh, is a, uh, a book about. Uh, the FDA becomes all powerful when um, the government produces a bird flu epidemic and outlaws chicken. And then so the FDA becomes super powerful. And um, it is the darkest, funniest thing out there. <laughs> and Unwritten is essentially about Harry Potter, a movie I have not seen yet. I'm going to see it. I saw it. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. And I hear it was great. It was good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, so, but the the... Unwritten is essentially uh, a Harry Potter character. If J.K. Rowling had a son and named him Harry Potter, <laughs> and then she disappeared, and he grew up and went to Comic-Con yeah. and all the different conventions and would just sit there and sign his name and be drunk and angry, and then, uh, but and his mom had disappeared, and then one day, out of the blue, Voldemort shows up, and he's like, guess what? It's all real. And you're like, oh, fuck! And, uh, and then the running begins. And oh. welcome to Unwritten. Because that's awesome. Wow. And it's essentially like the history it. of storytelling. It's amazing. Mm. It's incredible. And the, f- the first two graphic novels are out. So if you have it, and Mike Carey writes it. So Mike Carey's a great writer. Mm. Anyway, so with C. Cool. C-A-R-E-Y. But it's one of my favorites. And uh, and it's super, and it's dark and funny and smart and really good, unwritten. And Chew is just hilarious mm. and ridiculous. Because mm. yeah, the, the main character of that can eat things and tell you how it was killed. So mm. they're constantly making him bite into murder victims. And he's like, God damn it. I don't want to eat people. <laughs> and uh, he's like, ah, oh, fine. That guy was killed on a <laughs> hill over there by this other guy. And uh, so very funny. Anyway, so um, what you, What about you, Aparna? What, do you, what, do, what would you recommend? I would recommend, if you really like wordplay too, to read anything by Tom Robbins. He's a novelist. Oh, but Still Life with Woodpecker. He's awesome. Yeah, he's so fun with language and he really is jitterbug perfume was yeah. the first one i read and i loved, loved that. that and to this yeah. day only take baths oh really of the- <laughs> there's a weird fun fact <laughs> because of tom robbins and jitterbug perfume because it was an anti-aging thing but i read it when i was 20 oh 
And uh, and I was like, I can take a super hot bath and maybe never get old. Hmm. Mm. I never got mature. <laughs> That's what happened. I just never really matured as, a, as an adult. Anyway. So, yeah. So, Tom Robbins. What's your favorite Tom Robbins book? I actually haven't. I've only read two. I read Still Up with the Woodpecker and Ca- Only Cowgirls Get, get the, the Blues. blues. Even Cowgirl? Only Cowgirl? Cow- uh, I think it's Only Cowgirl Get yeah. the Blues. And it is not his best. Uh, I really yeah, no, like I uh, to... the Seven seven Veils or the Seven Handkerchiefs or the Seven yeah. whatever. Whenever I find them and I really like, I almost want to like stretch out. Oh, you don't want to. I'm saving his last one, actually. Really? Yeah, I've read yeah. all of them except for the last one, which I can't remember. The I like Skinny Legs and All a lot. Oh, that was a great I one. I haven't read his stuff in like mm-hmm. since. Skinny like, Legs and All is ago. the one that I'm thinking of, I think, which is where the Arab and the Jew are friends and they have that restaurant across the street from the UN. Yeah, and doesn't part of it isn't like one woman dating like a, a meathead, but he somehow becomes a celebrated artist in yeah, Jerusalem? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Skinny Legs is great. Uh,. Yeah, so that is I I do like that. Uh, I just finished reading uh, my very first Octavia Butler book. I'm not familiar. Uh, Octavia Butler is a science fiction writer. She is African American. She uh, died in a freak accident a couple of years ago. Slipped on the ice and uh, and died. Fifty two years old, I believe. Very sad. I've read her first. uh, Well, not not her first book, but uh, the first book I've read of hers. It's called Dawn, and uh, it's awesome. The other thing I'd recommend is I've been dorking out. Uh, there's a guy named the. If you Google Tolkien professor, oh. he has uh, a podcast called Tolkien Chats, and he talks to other professors at length about Ooh. the Lord of the Rings and the Silmarillion and the nature of uh, trade and. Uh, yeah, it's pretty freaking awesome. Anyway, uh, so that's what's happening. What about stand-up, you guys? Uh, SteveYoungComedy.com for your dates, yes. right? And then they can just follow the hilarity on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah, or just the places, witticisms. Yes. And that's good. And Aparna, Venture. Facebook, Twitter. Venturela. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, I'm like, let me, let me look at it and make sure. Because... For the love of God, uh, I have always mispronounced what a guy who is on the show a lot, uh, Murray Valeriano, might be Valeriano, we don't know, uh, but I've known him for six years. Mm-hmm. I've never been able to get his name right, so mm. it's Italian. Hi. Okay, so, nope, never got it right. Anyway, so Aparna, you're on Twitter and Facebook, and, yes. and, and you are and you moved to LA, and you're starting to do sets all over town, and yeah. people should come and see your shit because it's funny do. please do and i uh i i'm home i was just in bloomington <laughs> india i'm psyched You're promoting I, I, home nice i am psyched to be in los angeles so i have shows like oh yeah i have some, I have some exciting dates and uh hang out in my apartment too so <laughs> yeah. Those. Yeah. So... i'm doing a comic book shop next week uh, uh battleship pretensions a, a podcast i was on we're doing a live version of that at meltdown Fine. and then cool. i'm doing a show uh called holy fuck uh, December 7th, which is downtown L.A. I, oh. You can see these on my website, White Horse. And then the 10th and 11th, I'm doing long sets out in Claremont, which is about 30 minutes. I was told it was just past Pasadena. It turns out That's it's about exact, 30 yeah. minutes past Pasadena. Uh, so, And then I'm at the Ice House on the 12th. Are so. you doing flappers? Woo! I'm doing flappers. Nice. Should I love people, the Ice House. Next time when we have you on, let's talk about whether people should be allowed to name their own comedy clubs. Yeah. Uh, in other news... Uh, <laughs> This has been great. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you. For coming and dorking out. Because that is how it's done. This is fun. Thanks a lot. No problem. Thank you. And good night. Good day, sir. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks.
looks like a Mexican hat dance, and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance. It's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my God. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?